Hi, this is Jake. Yes, that Jake, the host of the show. Just telling you that if you like the podcast and if you'd like to support it, you can go to patreon.com slash uapod. That's patreon.com slash uapod and join the Patreon. It helps one person in this whole world, and that person's me, and I'm really, really important. Now, enjoy this episode with Vic Michaelis. It's so fun. I don't know why I said that in a fake way. It's a really fun episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California, and this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never asked me for it. It's really, really great, and everyone loves it. We're here in season two. I made the tough decision to pick up my own podcast for a second season, and I'm never looking back. I am joined by an incredible co-host today, Vic Michaelis. Hi, Vic. Hey, Jake, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really, really great. Uh, Vic is a hilarious comedian, actor, reality show creator. Um, most recently, she created the reality show that she put on, what do you call it, Instagram TV? Is that what people... Yeah, yeah. And yeah. here's, do you want a little behind the scenes magic? I do want some behind the scenes magic of Last Player Left, right? That's, uh, what it was called. that's what it's called. We shopped it around to a few places and they said, why don't you just do it yourself? And so that's how it ended up. Uh, so that's how the bidding war ended up on Instagram TV, IGTV. That is such a crazy story because that's the exact uh, way that everything I've ever done uh has ended up they we get into these intense bidding wars that always ends yeah. up with me putting it out on my own yeah sounds about right um, well hey good for you though all the stuff you're doing is great that's you're what... talented you're the talented comedian <laughs> and sometimes i feel like i'm not but i know i am uh no yeah. thank you that's that's very nice <laughs> and i did i did love your show even though i feel like uh the, the wrong person won some uh, someone i love i don't want to spoil it for people who haven't watched but whoa i, I would have flipped it i would have flipped it no way okay all right you know it was it was one of those things i think once we got to those top four it was four very very deserving people and i truly as somebody that was like showing up every week and put my heart and soul spent truly 12 hours after each episode watching your faces editing it i had no idea who was gonna take it ah uh, i didn't know it, for people who haven't seen it uh what's your instagram so they can go watch mm. this because it's really great and also oh thank you this Jake. is a compliment uh and i hope i hope it's taken the way it's intended it's not a chore because it's short and thank i feel you. like People like this podcast is like only 20, 30 minutes long. And I really tried to do that because it's a chore to listen to something that's three hours long or watch someone's, you know, full indie movie. But if you can watch something, it's like, oh, it's like 10 minute long, exciting episodes. I, I loved it. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate that. That was certainly done very purposefully. And also fun fact about me this year, I've decided I'm seeing the compliment no matter what. So even if you did, we're about to say something really mean. I would have, I would have taken, I would have found the compliment in there and I would have taken that for myself. Well, it wasn't good. Well, but I, but I put something out there for you to have an opinion on and that I'm really proud of. And wow, I appreciate you... that you took the time to watch it. Incredible. I even, I, I tried to swerve you with a lie there and you, you even took the compliment there. So sorry, your Instagram yeah. where people can find it. Uh, at V-I-C-M-M-I-C. Awesome. Um, it's really great. You should check it out. And uh, is there anything else that you'd like to direct people to? 
I love that we're doing plugs right up top. How great is this? And the answer is no, I am doing nothing. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, cool. I feel like no one does plugs up top. Uh, so I wanted to be the one to change that. Yeah. Um, Vic, we are going to give some advice, uh, some relationship advice. This comes from the relationship advice subreddit. My, a 23-year-old female, best friend, 22-year-old female, fell for a ridiculous scam. How can I get through to her? Mm. I uh, I skim these, so I don't okay. exactly know what's going to happen either. And I like to sort of uh, settle in and just give my thoughts on it up top, which is it's so hard when you see someone going down a bad path, especially knowing no one wants to listen to you at all. No, no, absolutely not. And I mean, like my gut reaction and this, I feel like is maybe going to be unpopular. Nothing you can do. I totally agree with you. And I hope I'm unpopular with you because I love giving people advice. Um, It's as do I, as uh, do I, I think it's so fun and it's so great to judge others because it's so much easier than judging what you're doing in your own life. Yeah. Uh, boy, it's just a relief that I can do that. Um, but I have noticed it's so <laughs> it's so tough to help someone when they're in a bad situation because they're willingly there and it's what they want to do. Like um, this reminds me of sort of a classic scenario, which is someone is in a bad relationship. Yeah. And you know that no matter how much you push, they're not going to end it because of you, even if you think it's horrible. In fact, all that's going to happen is you will somehow become the bad guy to them. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Anything that's like any sort of anything even remotely faith based, I think is really difficult to talk people out of. And I think something like this that would be a pyramid scheme is faith-based. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be rich off of this. It's like it's like religion. It's like relationships. It's really, really tough to convince people that they're making the wrong decision because I think inherently people look at that and go, oh, uh, and this is about like, there's something wrong with me for believing this. It's very, very sensitive. And I'm interested to see where this is going. And I hope I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that there's some sort of a twist to there. Maybe this person has some sort of an inner an angle. Wow. Something you said that I really loved, and I, I've actually never thought of it this way, is that a situation like this, similar to a relationship, similar to like a religion, it's very faith-based. Yeah. I've actually never put that together, but you're so right. You are, you, you do have... You're almost suspending disbelief a little bit, like in a relationship, the idea of like looking past red flags or something. You do have faith that this yeah. is good. Wow, I've never thought of it that way. That's it's so... like there's an end goal that we're reaching to. And it's like it's about getting to that end goal. It's about getting to heaven. It's about being rich. It's about ending up with your life partner. And so you're willing to look past all these red flags, knowing that eventually it's going to be OK. It's all going to work out. I don't want to say you're a genius for that, but you can. I well, I don't want to. But, no, but uh, you should. Okay, you're a genius for that. <laughs> no, and don't do that. Don't do that. I, so smart. Uh, but I might. Wow, that's so that's so insightful. I love that. Okay, let's hop into this. Um, she's been my best friend since middle school. We've continued to be super close since then. Roommates in college, meeting up at least once a week, etc. She's like a sister to me. A month ago, we were talking on the phone. 
We were isolating because there was still a lot of COVID in our state then. Hey, good thing that's done. Uh, (laughs) She said she had to tell me about the coolest thing and described one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. She said some nature... (laughs) Okay. She said some nature preserve in Africa had been working on breeding pygmy giraffes. What is going on? And they succeeded, and she was going to get in on it early as some kind of combined investor purchaser. Holy hell. By giving them some money, she'd be one of the first to receive a pet pygmy giraffe. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I know. And would also be entitled to receive a certain percentage of the company's profits. I really thought it was a joke. The concept was so absurd, so I kind of just laughed and said it was hilarious. I guess she thought I meant the concept of a pygmy giraffe was hilarious, not the entire thing. I'm not sure. Oh, no! Anyway, we moved on and talked about other stuff, and she didn't bring it up again. Okay, so there's more to this story, but holy hell, this is in this is crazy. This is wild. Because honestly, already up top, there were so many twists and turns that I was not expecting like at first when it was like oh a wild preserve i was like oh i think this friend is maybe being like a little bit ridiculous thinking <laughs> that like a, a a nature reserve is a ponzi scheme and i was like mm-hmm. that maybe maybe that friend has to do some soul searching but then i mean hard pivot one is a pygmy giraffe a real thing i have to assume no this you know what this reminds me of is uh teacup pigs which for yeah. a little while everyone wanted a teacup pig Yes. And I remember my wife, uh, girlfriend at the time, wanted a teacup pig. We didn't. We never really considered getting one. But I looked online about them, and it turns out they aren't really real. And people are just taking pictures of baby pigs and being like, "Is it's that a true?" Teacup pig, pretty much, yeah. Because then I guess they just grow up to be normal pigs. Yeah, people are like, I uh, I read so many things that were like, my teacup pig is now huge. It's like a forty pound big pig. No way. So even if that's, it's a, a honestly, runt, that's a good bit. <laughs> it, it's a great scam because the idea yeah. of having a tiny pig around is the cutest uh, thing in the world. Maybe a, even cuter than a tiny giraffe. I don't know. I think maybe, and honestly, somebody who's like actively seeking out the tiniest pig they can find in the world, ending up with like a two hundred pound hog is very funny to me it is it's kind of great that it would work out like that and you love it regardless and you love it well it's too late you're deep in yeah you're pretty deep in yeah um woof this is crazy okay uh until we meet up in person for the first time in a while this is over the phone this was all over the phone they had that Uh, conversation okay so they met up in person for the first time in a while yesterday at her place we were hanging out and she said she had to show me pictures of her new pet No. (laughs) She showed me what I can only describe as a typical Nigerian print scam type email thread, but more ridiculous, complete with pictures, maybe photoshopped, maybe just a baby giraffe, I have no idea, of her pygmy giraffe. She's already, oh no, she's already sent them $5,000. 
And she's going to be sending them another 2000 after her next few paychecks come in because they ran into some, quote, unexpected problems shipping the giraffe oh. uh, and needed extra money to work things out with customs, also assuring her it would entitle her to a greater share of profits. Wow, this sucks. This person is buying the lesson. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't... You can't pay more to learn this lesson it's about as much as you can pay yeah boy oh, oh boy man that's so deeply unfortunate truly at the top of this i thought it was going to be like one of those makeup companies or like i truly when i first moved out to los angeles there was somebody like in the comedy community who was like hey why don't you come over and it's like a it's like a games night and like well you know like eat a bunch of food and stuff it'll be so fun and i was like yeah thank you so much the first person inviting me to go hang out and then i find out it was like one of those like makeup scam companies and wow. so i was like talking to somebody else i was like are you going over to this person's place and they were like don't go oh no gonna try and sell you makeup all night and i was like you're kidding me and i was so sad so i was thinking it was gonna be something like this that is not the case <sighs> did you instance, go did you go no i canceled uh, and it was very very sad for me i was uh, so excited i was like embarrassingly excited to be invited to a games night in Can I, Los Angeles. <laughs> I had a, a similar thing uh, when I first came out to LA, but <laughs> it was not to be part of a makeup company. Um, oh, we were no. invited to a friend's dinner party. Uh, this is actually before I was in LA. I think I was just visiting. Um, and uh, my girlfriend had a friend out here. We went to their dinner party. And they we did, we all ate dinner. And, um, and then I think someone had like cars too on look it wasn't great uh <laughs> so we all ate dinner we kind of watched a little cars too and then my friend my girlfriend's friend uh turned to i think maybe who was her boyfriend at the time was like hey do you want to what do you think you want to do it now and he's like yeah and he pulls out this whiteboard um and he flips it over and he starts telling us about the mayans and he starts explaining what's going to happen in 2012 <gasps> and how he's sort of put it all together. And Wait, so he's like pyramid scheming you a conspiracy theory? He wanted to, he wanted to get people together to tell them what he know, knew was going to happen in 2012. Should we do it now? What? Cut. Huh, that's okay. There's a lot to unpack there. This is so interesting. What did you do? We we listened to the whole <laughs> Thing and him explain all of his theories about the Mayan calendar and and what social media means and and how they predicted oh. Twitter and what that how and uh, it was <laughs> it was wild and did you buy in? I mean, I believe it. <laughs> uh, and I told I created other parties to tell people about it, but I wouldn't say I bought in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I just go. I just I'll remember <laughs> I remember leaving and just being like, "What? What did we What was that? What happened?" It it was I, so surprising. Um it you just kind of are you're almost not even present in your body. You're just like, yeah. "Am I did I get transported to the most bizarre timeshare presentation of all time?" It was weird. Yeah. I mean, like it's so it it though gives you more appreciation for how people do get caught up in stuff like that. Cause like, if this was like 
somebody that you really looked up to or a mentor or something like that who had invited you to this party and was like, hey man, this is like something that I think is like really important and like I'm telling you this and like eventually just like got you on board with it. Like it gives you appreciation for how people can get involved in things like this. Oh, of course. Well, I'm glad that I haven't recently been involved in any cult-like organizations. Yeah. Um, so, uh, boy, this is nuts, Vic. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I don't know how to There's react. more? Yeah. I, I don't know how to react. I just told her she was being scammed, not to send them any more money, and to call the police and her bank and see what could be done. She got upset, insisted it was real, and asked if I thought she was dumb. Now, nah, this is... No. This is what happens. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. I just kept repeating it was a scam and there was no way it was real. Eventually, she started crying and told me to leave. I've tried calling her and she's not picking up. I've texted her a couple times, but she's leaving it on red. I'm just not sure what to say. How can I get through to her? I'm really worried about her. And that is our... Uh, that's our topic that we need to give some relationship advice on. And I think... Oh boy. Boy, what you said at the top is so true. I don't see how you convince someone out of this. You can't. Especially mm -mm. with something like this, and especially now that this person has invested so much in this, all you can do is let them know what you thought once, let them know what you think, and then sit there and be there for them. Because unfortunately, I find in situations like this, if you alienate people, then they won't come talk to you when they are ready to change their mind. They'll be too embarrassed. Yeah, I think you're totally right. Um this reminds me, like, I, I always find that one of the hardest ways to convince someone of anything is, you know, through an argument or through, yeah. like, yelling at them or telling them they're wrong. So you've already done it. You've already told them that you think it's a scam. Maybe you could have handled that moment better. But I get being like, what are you doing? This is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think you just have to be there for your friend and say, look, I don't think this is real. Um, but... You know, I love you. I hope you get a pygmy giraffe, but I'd really look into this as much as you can. And then hopefully, like you said, if that relationship is still really positive, they can come to you when they go, ah, the giraffe's not coming in still, and I'm getting concerned that it's not real. Yeah, or when, a when they get a teacup pig in the mail. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you're like, this is going to be a big pig soon. Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's so unbelievably tricky with things like this, but it really, I mean, like, I do think it comes down to just like, it, because it, it also depends on the, the friendship and the relationship. If this is a relationship that you're willing to kind of let go of, then who cares? Say what you want to say and move on. But also it sounds like it's a longstanding relationship that you do care about. Otherwise, I don't think you'd be trying so hard uh, to have this person not fall for this scam. So let them know that you love them and you're there if they want to talk later and even if they're if they're if you're on red it means they're reading the messages you know what i mean yeah that's what i always say if you're on red they're reading it <laughs> that is kind of your catchphrase yeah oh it's not always applicable and i'm really happy it's applicable here yeah sometimes you know people just want to know what you want for dinner yeah. um and well, it's kind of like it doesn't always apply vic Jake, if it's on, if I'm on red, you're reading it. So <laughs> it works here. It works oh here. man, I, uh, boy, uh, I am just on the exact same wavelength as, as you about this. I think it's so hard to convince someone they're wrong about something. Most of the time they don't want to listen to it. And for good reason, um, they're bought in They're You know, 
they're into this whole hog or whole giraffe, whole some giraffe. might say. And honestly, probably part of the reason that you're friends with them and you love them in the first place is the same thing that got them into that situation. You know what I mean? It's like maybe kind of like an ability to like some blind faith, some belief, like seeing the good in people, which is probably why you don't want to see them get taken advantage of. And it's keep that in mind, too, is like part of why you love them is part of why they're they're hurting right now. Oh, gosh. I just... Sorry. No. Uh, well, I'm glad you apologized. Apology accepted. But um, <laughs> I just think I, I think you're so right. And I'm 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 trying to think of a way that you could help your friend here. But I watch a lot of uh, the TV show 90 Day Fiance. And oh, congratulations. I was just about to ask if if you were a if you were a 90. Not, hmm. I'm trying to think of what the fandom would be called. And I and honestly, I don't have the answer to that right now. You know what? I years? Um, heads. I would I would call us you maybe fiance heads. Um and me and the rest of the fiance heads, you know what? We'll figure out a different nickname. Um I think one thing that is uh really prevalent in that show is you watch people m- going down the path of making bad decisions, even out loud saying it's yeah. a bad decision and going through with it anyway. All their friends and family think it's a bad decision. Everyone in the world thinks it's terrible, but they believe in it. And no one's going to convince them otherwise until, I guess, until they reach whatever their breaking point is. And and for this girl, it might be at some point she's like, wow, I've given them like $14,000 and I still don't have a giraffe. Maybe this is fake. I don't know when it comes up, but it's going to come up. I also think so often in media too, they show us the situations of like, you know, the exception working out and then everything happening or like the people that we idolize uh, are like, they took a risk and they almost like lost everything and then they came back and they won and it was huge. And I think everybody's like, oh, that's me. I'm the exception. I'm not the rule. And I think more often than not, we are the rule. Even the people that are the exceptions were the rules at some point in time. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to look at it. We we definitely don't interview everyone who lost the lottery and give yes. them all yeah. equal time as the person who won the lottery. Yes, and we should. And you know, we should just interview everyone all the time whether Jake, you're playing the lottery or not. That's the podcast. <laughs> this podcast is so stupid. That's why the podcast. Just, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, that's why that's why you produce such incredible content, you know, is you Thank get you to the so heart much. you get to the heart of yeah. what the podcast really is. Um it's just I think, 25 second clips of me going, <laughs> You happy? And people going, No, not really. And then it's done. And it's just I've got nine hundred episodes and I'm also picked up for a second season. So that's thank that's you really exciting. Wow. Well, I should have asked. <laughs> I'm a jerk now. Um I think we solved it. I totally agree. I don't think you can fix this. My only real piece of advice is try to be there for your friend when it all comes crashing down. Unless someone was in a situation that was so harmful that I felt like they, they, them getting to the other side of it might destroy them. Like if their relationship was abusive or they were like a drug addict, you know, like when you have to have like an intervention, I think unless they're in a situation like that, the best you can do is um, is be there for them. I I would tell them, hey, I don't I don't think this is a great idea, but I I'd probably leave it at that because they're gonna get really defensive. And my caveat that I'll put is uh, being an adult. Like as as long as they are over the age of eighteen, 
all you can do is let them know what you think and then let them know that you're there for them and will help in any way when they are willing to accept help. Yeah. If they're kids, you have a little, like if you're under the age of 18, you can, you know, there's like a little bit more that you can do. But if you're also under the age of 18, you have to like enlist a little bit of help. But I mean, like it's, it's so, it's so tricky. There's like, there's so much nuance, but it's like, you know, in the same way that like you, you get to like, make decisions and make mistakes like you have to unfortunately like as much as we love people it doesn't mean that we get to save them from their own poor decisions wow i think we solved it i think we fixed it thank you so much for being here again where can people uh find you oh man double plug i love this again (laughs) i should get a third i should get a midpoint plug (laughs) and then one next time next time yeah uh, so it's uh, at V-I-C-M-M-I-C across all those platforms. And I'm trying, even now, I'm trying to think of anything else I'm doing. I'm knitting. If you oh. want a postcard, I'll send you a postcard. DM me and I'll send you a postcard. Um, I'll think about it. Not you. I'll think about it. No, I, I already said not you. I already said not you, but anybody else. I'll DM you. I'll send you a postcard of a compliment, hmm. but not Jake, but everybody okay. else. I'll mull it over. I'll see if I want that. Vic, thank you so much for being here. Uh, This has just been a little piece of wonderful. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.